everyone. Welcome to the College Football Rundown. I'm Woj. And I'm Walt. Welcome to the SEC Conference Preview, the uh, the so-called super conference most people like to say on NCAA. I don't necessarily believe it, but uh, they got some good teams, Walt. They do. I mean, they got two of the top four teams as far as the odds makers see it to win the national championship in Alabama and Georgia. So, I mean, you can't say they're a bad conference by any means, but I agree with you, which I think they're a little overhyped as we're going through the schedules. I mean, just focus on how these games are scheduled. The SEC, Sankey over there, all, all they do is set up the teams to win. I mean, this schedule, some of them are ridiculous, which ridiculous. I agree. Some of them are good, though, and I'll get to that once we get to those teams. But right off the bat, well, we're going to start with Bama. Bama, just like what we talked about in uh, we, when we did our S or ACC preview, uh, they're at 11.5 like Clemson is. So they're basically saying, here, here's your 11.5. you got to go undefeated in order to get your over here. As much as I'd like to bet Alabama to go undefeated, I don't. Uh, they have a new offense. Bryce Young, quarterback, they're losing Devontae Smith and Nijay Harris at running back. They got to go and play Miami that first week. I'm not saying they're going to lose that game, but they just have to get their footing under them on the offense before they start getting challenged. And typically Alabama gets those cakes, cake couple games in, right, to get that. Miami's not going to be as cakey as, as some of those ones they played before. So, I don't know if they necessarily win that game. I mean, it's they should, and they probably will, but I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be, I think, an interesting year for Alabama. We'll see how they tread fair early, uh, and then we'll get a better idea of what's going to happen with that. But, again, new pieces on offense. Steve Kurtz Sarkeesian isn't there to help them out anymore, not there to hold their hands. So uh, we'll see what happens, Walt. No, Woj, but what do they do? They bring in two NFL coaches. I mean, you got Bill O'Brien now taking over for Steve Sarkeesian calling the plays there. But I, I'm not going to bet a team to go perfect on the season. I'm just not going to do it. Human beings are, you know, we're not infallible. We make mistakes. I think they're going to drop one. I will say that they're not going to drop one to Mercer, though, Woj. That's who they play week two is Mercer. We're talking about this Miami of Florida game. Yeah, week one, they lose it. It doesn't really hurt them. I mean, People think less of them, but it doesn't hurt them as far as their national championship hopes because it's week one. But, I mean, you look at that Mercer game just between, you know, Miami of Florida and uh, actual Florida Gators they play thereafter, Mercer. But it's just ridiculous. And then you go down right before they have to play, you know, Arkansas-Auburn at the end of the year, they have New Mexico State sandwiched in there between LSU. I I don't respect the SEC schedule, but Alabama's a good team. I got to take them under, though. They're not going perfect on the year. All right, let's talk about those Razorbacks while we got Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas sitting at five and a half for the over-under. What are your thoughts here? Because I have a pretty uh, – I'm not liking that at all. I'm, I'm thinking it's the under all the way, Well, I'd agree with you on the under. I'm not as – you know, I guess you seem pretty emphatic about it. I'm not as emphatic about it. It's kind of, a, you know, a team I'm like, I don't know. What are they going to do this year? I tend to bet against Arkansas. I, I know our friend – the real Jay-Z, he likes to bet for Arkansas. He really respects that program. But I I have to go under just for the reason that I don't think they're a great team, Oach. Yeah, Felipe Frank's gone, Rakeem Boyd gone. 
those are two big integral parts of what that offense was. And their defense was never very good anyways. Uh, but they, they got a tough schedule. Texas, Texas A&M, Georgia, Old Miss, LSU, and Bama. I mean, are you kidding me? Five and a half wins after playing that? No way. No way. I'll take the under all day wall. All right, you make let's a good talk. point, Moj. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just just look at the schedule. It's it's right there in front of you. That's it's not does it's not pretty. Uh, I feel bad for Arkansas fans. I'm sorry. Uh, let's move on to Auburn. We got Auburn Tigers sitting at seven. Well, I don't like that over either. I'm just gonna let that go. But I'll let you start it off here. Hey, Bo Nix back there at quarterback. I mean, he's their hope. He's their savior. God, he blows wall. <laughs> I don't think so. I disagree with you all day, Wood. Plus, he's got Bigsby back there to open up those linebackers a little bit, get some tough yardage to bring them in, bring that secondary in, and then Bo Nix goes over the top. I mean, he's got some less experienced wide receivers this year, Hudson, Johnson, Canyon, I think. I, I don't know. I think Bo Nix is a great athlete. I think he's a winner. And I, I'm still going to go under, though, on Auburn. I don't think they get to that seven mark. I mean, first-year coach, they got rid of Melzahn last year. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what he can do. We, we'll see what he can do. Brian Harson. I don't know. I, I got to go under, first-year coach. That's the main reason. All right, moving on. We got Florida. Total wins is nine. What are your thoughts here, Walt? Nine? I, I hate to keep saying it because I'm kind of like under, 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 but it is the SEC, and I don't like them a whole lot. I got to go under. Under nine wins on Florida. They've had some, you know, real good teams the past couple of years. Don't get me wrong. I just – I don't think that, you know, the fact they don't have a returning quarterback really hurts them when a lot of teams do have that experience coming back at quarterback, which is the most important position on the field. I don't, I don't know who's going to tell you differently. Um, I think Florida Atlantic, that's a team they could beat. South Florida, that's a team they could beat. But then they play Alabama. That's a loss. Tennessee, I probably beat them. Kentucky, we're going to get to. I think they're a tough team, but I, I got to go. I got to go under just because nine wins is a lot. I mean, you said it perfectly. Well, I don't have the, their quarterback. They also didn't have their number one receiver, which was their tight end. I mean, they're they're redoing their offense again, uh, again. So it's nine wins coming off that, and you're not in Alabama that already has a defense that's NFL ready. Uh, I I don't think nine wins is a struggle. I'm going to take that as under under as well. Wall, Georgia, ten and a half. I'm taking it over. Wall, go ahead. Well, I can agree with you, Woj. I'm sure you probably could have guessed that though. I'm a I'm a Bulldogs fan. I like the Bulldogs. The question is going to be at quarterback. JT Daniels obviously looking like he's going to be the starter when it comes down to it. Last year in the uh, SEC, he was ranked eighth in total touchdown passes at ten, and that's you know, only playing four of the games. So at uh, JT Daniels, I think this year can pick it up. Zamir White, running back, is always a question for Georgia. If they can get that game, you know, running game opened up, that's what opens up their pass game. They're a run first, pass second kind of team, especially with Pickens out. Woj Pickens is a George Pickens wide receiver. I love to take in DFS. We're not going to get that opportunity this year. He's uh, got injured. He's out for the year. He had to have surgery on his ACL, I believe. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Georgia has an easy schedule. Well, no LSU, no Bama, no Texas A&M. So you're just completely eliminating the, the top teams, the good, hard teams and in uh, the SEC. You're going to have to play Florida at the end of the year. But, 
listen, at 10.5 wins, if they're still there, you could hedge that. Could you not? That game against Florida, and you're winning money either way then at that point. So um, just an option there, something to think about. A little hedge opportunity possibly at the end of the season if you do take that over on Georgia and they uh, and they get to that game. So I think they will. Uh, they're just too good of a team uh, in my eyes. And they have too easy of a schedule on one side of the SEC. Let's move on to Kentucky. Well, a uh, team that I like, I think they're getting better. Seven wins is the over-under. I think I'm going to take it under because I still think it's a little high, but I do believe that they are a better team than they have been in the past, Well, Yeah, I think they're a good team, Woj, and that's actually why I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to actually disagree with you on one of these, Woj. I'm taking the over on Kentucky. And the reason being is last year I must have bet against them once or twice, and I lost both bets, so I rid them the rest of the season. I bet on them, bet on them, bet on them. They kept covering, Woj, <laughs> and that's the reason I'm going to take them for the over. No more than that is they, they started playing well. I, I like their style of offense, too. I mean, they got Joey Gatewood now at quarterback. We'll see how he does. Just mentioned how, a, you know, not having a returning quarterback kind of hurts you. But I think Gate, Gatewood might be able to come in and, you know, step up on that offense and keep running it like they did last year. I, I got to take over Kentucky 7. All right. All right. I like that. I'm taking the under for sure. But LSU, eight and a half wins. I'm taking the over on this wall. I'm getting juice while doing it. Uh, this is exciting. I, I think LSU is going to surprise a bunch of people this year. They ended the season strong last year. They had a lot of people out uh, it, that sat out last year uh, with the COVID protocols and all that. But they're going to be good. 18 returning starters. Their defense looks solid. Keyshawn Boat, Boat, uh, Booty, I think is his name. I got to fuck one name up, right, Well, And then uh, <laughs> Max Johnson, uh, the quarterback, they – went 165.3 DraftKings points in the last two games last season. They are hitting all of the marks. Uh, Max Johnson, I don't know if you guys did hurt here, he is going to be the starter as of the beginning of the season. That was just announced. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to LSU to see what they can do again, get back to, to stride there. I'm going to take him the over. I see nine wins. Uh, I see nine wins in their future. Well, I'm going to take the under, man. I'm going to take the under. I don't know. I, I think that this team is a really good football team, you know, two years ago. Uh, last year, uh, I don't know. Woj, I, I, I think that those uh, five L's I think they had on the season, that, that doesn't bode well for this year when you got to get eight and a half wins in that SEC. So I'm going to take the under on them. I, I really do. You know, I like Ed Ordron as a coach. I think he's better than a lot of people have been putting him down, obviously, from his Poor performance last year, but I think he's a better coach than that. I just I'm not going to take the over on eight and a half. It's too much. All right, let's take a look at Lane Kiffin's uh, dream team called Old Miss at seven and a half over underwall. Hey, we got a Instagram message from Jake Kuda 25, and he says Old Miss is going to be a problem this year. They're going to cause a problem. So. You know what? I'm going to go Ole Miss over on this one for nothing other than that. He has inside information. I, th I think he actually goes to Ole Miss, so he might be a little biased, but I'm actually going to go to over on that one, even though I normally wouldn't. It gonna, it's going to come down to the Mississippi State game at the end of the season. It's one of those hinge games. It comes down to whether they can win that one or not. I think they do. I think Lane Kiffin will have his team up and ready for it. Hey, I don't know much about Ole Miss other than I know – 
they do really good in draft games. That's all I know. I mean, they're, they're just they they produce the points. I mean, Lane Kiffin's their coach. Come on. But yeah. I got a little inside information there from that same guy, I think, Wall. And he told me to watch out for Old Miss, just like he did in the Twitter. He's like, he, he was explaining it a little bit. So I'm going to go with him. I'm, I'm going to put the money into Old Miss there and let it flow. We'll see what happens. You better not let me down, Kuda. I agree, Woj. I agree. All right, let's move on to Mississippi State. Another air raid team here, Wall. Six wins in the over-under. What are your thoughts here? Oh, my thoughts are they got Mike Leach over there last year, Woj. They got Mike Leach coaching that program. I think it's going to be great, great to watch them. They got Rodgers back at quarterback. They got, I think, Mark. Yeah, Marks is back at running back. And they got basically their whole wide receiver staff back. So, I mean, they're going to put up some points this year. They're going to be one of those, for the people that like to watch a lot of scoring, they're going to be one of those teams to watch. Maybe look for their overs throughout the season. But I got to go under on them. For nothing other than the reason that we went over on Ole Miss, we talked about that swing game. So I think they are going to lose that one to Ole Miss at the end of the year. I got to go under. Uh, just like Mississippi, uh, this is DraftKing heaven here, Mike Leach team. And uh, listen, even if you don't like Mississippi State football, you just got to follow him, and you got to follow Mike Leach because it's the most entertaining shit you see on a weekly basis. Let me tell you, because he's great. Uh, he is entertaining as hell. But I like uh, Will Rogers. He's He's got that whole offense like you talked about, starting to cook. They started to look good last year where they were that, that big air raid, let's score 10,000 points a game offense, and they were starting to do that towards the end of the season. They have a lot of tools there uh, to do that. So uh, get, giving Mike Leach another extra year here to get everything going, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm going to say the over on Mississippi State. Uh, just because I, I like how powerful that offense is. Their schedule isn't that daunting. NC State, LA Tech, Memphis. Uh, that Memphis game actually would probably be a good game. It would be a shootout, a good DraftKings game for sure. Um, but I just like them on the over this year at six. I think it's just that perfect number where I, I see seven wins on their uh, on the board, just like I saw the nine wins with LSU. So let's move on to Missouri Wall. Missouri's sitting at seven right now, Woj. I gotta, I'm, I'm gonna take the under, and one of the reasons is because you know we read all these college football preview magazines, right? That's just that's what we love to do. We live, eat, and breathe it. But I, I was reading on two of the magazines there when they go to talk about you know what's special about the team. Well, on Missouri, both magazines brought up special teams as what's special about the team. You know when they're bragging about special teams, it means they don't have much on offense and defense, and I kind of think that's what you have here. You have Bezalek back there at quarterback. They're bringing in Cooper from Ohio State, actually, transfer over there. So he might get something done. Maybe those two can connect for some passes. But I, I got to go under. <laughs> I don't think they're going to get to that seven, Woj. I, I really think that uh, they're going to be a team that you could fade this year. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, South Carolina is the next team up. Three and a half wall. So this is the Syracuse uh, well, not quite the Syracuse. There's still one more team we need to get to, a.k.a. Vanderbilt. Uh, but three and a half is uh, the win total over under here, Wall. I'm going to take the under uh, just because their schedule looks absolutely diabolical. Uh, they have, even their non-conference games, are playing teams like East Carolina, who we've seen before can put up some points and play some football. they got to play Georgia. They got to play Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, Missouri, Auburn, Clemson, Florida. Ouch. Uh, that does not look friendly. 
Sure, you have your Eastern Illinois and your Troy built in there, but that the rest of that schedule doesn't look good at all to me. Well, taking the under. That makes sense, Woj. I I can I can pick up what you're putting down over there with South Carolina. I I think that I'll uh, take the over under depending on you know if it's at that four or not. Three and a half is where I think we're talking about it at. So I I, I guess. I don't know, Woj. They won two games last year, right? So let's put it in perspective. They got to double that this year to cover three and a half, right? So I I think I'm just going to go under on it. I agree with you. They're not going to be a great team. They have a tough schedule. Take the under. Diabolical. Not just tough. Diabolical. Feel bad. All right. (laughs) Let's move on. Tennessee sitting at six. can they can the Vols get it done this year, Walt? Can they uh, can they get some games won here? Get us over the 500 hump, maybe in in the in the in this year's uh, rankings? I don't think so, Coach. I really don't think so. I mean, this is a team that we talk about and we've joked about them a few times in the past that they just they're a good team, but they're in the wrong conference. You know, they they're not going to win those games. They got to win six of them. That means you got to win a couple conference games. I don't I don't know who they're going to beat in that conference. I mean. I guess Vanderbilt's a good chance for them at the end of the year, but hey, by then your your morals might your morale might be kicked in, and then you're just giving up. So I got to go under on Tennessee too, Woj. Okay, all right, I, I get it. Uh, they're gonna have uh, Hendon Hooker back there from Virginia Tech, by the way, at quarterback this year. So we'll see uh, we'll see how that goes for them. Uh, he was always a pretty decent producing quarterback for Virginia Tech, but uh, and they've had their quarterback issues over the last couple of years, which has been a big part of their uh, their downfall. But I still don't see that from that's a lot of games for a team. Six, you're basically saying you got, you got to win seven games, and I mean you're just looking at their schedule. They still have to play Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Missouri, Mississippi. I mean. In Kentucky, who we already talked about, as a they're a better team now than they have been before. So I just don't see that happening. It's too uh, too early to call it, but we'll see how Hennon Hooker starts playing at the beginning of the season, and maybe start taking something uh, a few games into the season, maybe after that Pittsburgh game. See what happens on that one. All right, well Texas A&M nine and a half, uh, third highest uh, over under in the SEC uh, is great. Is it? Uh, is there stuff there to back that up, Paul? Well, last year I was all over Texas A&M and how great they were. I, I still think they're a good team. They lose Kellen Mond, but, I mean, nine and a half is a big number, Woj. I'm just going to go over. I, they're a team that they had rights to say they should have been in the playoffs last year. That's how good this team was. They only had that one loss to Alabama, obviously, which that's that's a tough game. No one's going to – you know, not I didn't say no one, but not many people are going to win at Alabama. So I, I'm going over nine and a half. I think they get it done, Woj. Yeah, Kellen Mond gone is a big is a big going to be a big hurdle for them to climb. I think. I think that's the only question I have here at nine and a half. With your highest production total, quarterback passing yard, made all the records. With him gone, it's it's going to be tough. I don't know. We'll see what Jimbo's got underneath the. Uh, the hood over there, what he's got cooking up, but uh, we'll see what happens uh, with what whichever quarterback they pick, either King or Calzerda. Um, but I think nine and a half is too much. I'm going to go with the under on that, just because I'm not sure if they can 
reproduce what what Mon got them in uh, last years and years past. So. Well, well, you got to remember too. They have Spiller, which Isaiah Spiller is one of the best rushing backs, maybe in the entire NCAA, but definitely in the SEC. Last year, going over a thousand yards. I mean, he can shoulder a lot of that load, especially they run the ball a lot with that Jimbo Fisher coached offense. So don't forget about Spiller over there. He could he could potentially be a Heisman hopeful too. Yeah, Spiller's good, but again, I mean, you're just you're you're filling a lot of production there from Mon and what he's done. So I just nine and a half is too steep for me. Maybe if it was at nine, I would do it. Uh, but nine and a half, looking for ten wins is I, I'm not gonna I don't see it. So let's move on to Vanderbilt. Every conference has got to have someone that loses games. Why not it be Vanderbilt? They're at, sitting at three in the over/under wall. But I would never put money on this. But I'm gonna take them over for. For the sake of our segment here, I'm just—I don't know. You got to have—we keep talking about how you have to have teams that lose. Well, you got to have teams that win too, right? There's got to be somebody that beat those losing teams. So I think maybe they find a way to get three wins this year. East Tennessee State—that's a team they can beat. Colorado State—that's a team that you know they can definitely beat. I'm not saying Colorado State doesn't bring anything to the table, but that's two wins. You only need one more to push. I think they can get at least one more, maybe beating Connecticut or. A down Stanford team, too. Stanford really is probably not going to bring a lot to the table. Uh, we'll get into them when we talk about the Pac-12. But, I mean, they only had how many wins last year, Woj? How many? Zero? Yeah, it was not good, Wall. They also had uh, nothing against females or anything, but they also had a girl kicker. I don't know if we, we mentioned that at all. Hey, she did. Well, she did just fine. She's probably better than half the team. But I'm going over three, Woj. And the only reason is because, you know, somebody's got to win the games and have a little fun with it. That's all I'll pick for this one. Yep. And I'm all for getting some female kickers in the SEC. But Vanderbilt, she's not going to help Vanderbilt get past this three mark. That's for sure. I'm taking under 100% of Vanderbilt. Their schedule doesn't look good. They play some random teams for non-conference. It's uh, it's funny looking at their schedule. but yeah, I don't, I don't see them doing very well at all. Uh, half these teams are just way well beyond what their level uh, is. They they don't play to their competition as we've seen in years past. So um, total wins, I give it maybe two, uh, and that's a stretch. So I'm taking the under on this one more. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram's college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on, is collegefootballrundown.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj. I'm Walt. And this was the College Football Rundown. We're out.